0: Thank you for listening to Vic and D Says Podcast. This podcast has been produced by Blaze Student Productions, a youth ministry based in Stockton, California. If you're interested in being a guest or would like to support our ministry, please email at PastorQ at CalvaryFirst.net. Remember, FIRST is spelt out. Now, on to the Vic and D Says Podcast. Please enjoy Hi, everybody. This is Vic. And this is Dee. And this is what we say. We have a very special guest. We have two guests. Well, we have Inez. Hey, Inez. (laughs) Hey. Hey, how you doing? Okay, Inez is here with us. This is going to be a fantastic podcast. We have... Dr. Silverton, he is a plastic surgeon here in Stockton, California. He has brought his assistant, Marissa. How are you doing, doctor? Hi. Uh, Great. uh, Great to have you here on the Vic and D Says Podcast. Marissa, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm great. I'm fantastic. Okay. And this is going to be an exciting podcast. The topic that we're talking about is, is plastic surgery a healthy option or, and if it is a healthy option, what are the medical benefits of plastic surgery? We'll be diving into all those topics, and we have our, our, our uh, a doctor with us, because last time I checked, Inez, are you would you're not a doctor, no, are you? No, not yet. Not yet? Uh, not yet? <laughs> she wants it. to marry a doctor. Do you Hi. have any single friends? <laughs> oh, yes. I'd like to be a Mrs. Doctor.
1: Yeah, she wants to be a Mrs. Doctor.
0: She's single, she's looking for, for that MSR degree right there. I know, that's right. All right, so doctor, the first question I wanted to pitch out, and, and we're just going to get right into it, is... Um, you, you, we talked earlier before we recorded, is plastic surgery or cosmetic surgery, how is it a healthy option for people? That's the first question. Well, plastic surgery is not
2: just cosmetic surgery. Plastic surgery is um, a mixture of making the outside of the body better than it was. Plastic surgery can correct congenital deformities. That's the, that are things that you're born with that are bad, oh, really? such wow. as cleft lip or um, deformities of the face or other parts of the body. Plastic surgery also reconstructs um, damage to parts of the body from injuries and also reconstructs part of the body that has been lost due to diseases such as cancer. And of course, plastic surgery, like most people think, is cosmetic surgery, which is the difference between that and the others, is that it's basically improving what is already normal.
0: Okay. Oh okay. So you you are saying that you would believe that the benefit of a co- of having plastic or cosmetic surgery is also a confidence builder for a patient, correct?
2: Yeah, that's the main benefit. Okay, that's absolutely right. It makes people feel better about themselves. It makes people more outgoing. Most people fit into society better. It makes people just generally happier.
0: That's good. That's good. Would you say the majority of your patients are the a majority of them female?
2: Yes. Okay. I would say about 90 95% of my patients are female. But we do have some men. Men come because uh, typically they want some liposuction.
0: Oh, okay, really? Yes, that's an interesting thing. What about you? Do you want to get some liposuction? <laughs> no, no I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't need it. I don't think you need I it. Need I, it. Gain I, I need it. I need. I need. <laughs> it. I need to get some right now. But, um, well, what about you? You, you mentioned, and as you mentioned, talking about, it, I know we with the doctor here, we've come from, um, just to even talk. You know, we, we come from a religious perspective, where some people may have some religious objections towards cosmetic surgery or plastic surgery of some kind. I mean, you're a girl. You mentioned that you were interested even in getting, like, such as Botox. Yes. How would you, for those that are listening, how do you define the religious convictions of getting this, or what would you give the <laughs> advice to?
1: Maybe I, I might not be the best person to answer that. You know, for, I just, for me, I don't, personally, I don't have a, as a lot of people would put it, a conviction against it. I think that, um, and I think we're going to address that in a minute as far as getting addicted to it. I definitely, you know, I'm curious to know, if it's addictive, but, um, or how that works. But for me, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think it's a confidence booster. And I think like, you know, I look in the mirror and I start to see wrinkles and things and I'm just like, Oh, you know? And so some people would say it's vain. I don't think so. I think that, um, some people would say you have low self-esteem if you want to get plastic surgery, but I don't think that that's true at all. I know for me personally, I don't consider myself to be someone who has low self-esteem. I'm a confident person. Um, I would just like to do some things that would for self-improvement me feel better. Yeah, yeah.
0: that's good, and that's good.
1: I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it, personally. Well,
0: Marissa, you know, you're the assistant. You go in the office. You see people that come in. How um, would you say that the people that come into the office, are they... Are they insecure or are they vain or would you are those the adjectives that you would use for those people or
3: um i wouldn't say i mean some of them might be insecure but i wouldn't say that um, you know that's the main reason they're doing it a lot of them are moms so moms that have had children um, you know they you know their you know their breasts are saggy from breastfeeding their tummies sure, are sure. stretched from you know having children so i think it's you know it's a confidence booster for them mm-hmm. a lot of the husbands also are totally for it so, which is good, you know, as long yeah. as they can agree and, you know, they're happy. Um, so, I mean, I'm sure we have some that are insecure, but, you know, once they have the surgery, they, they feel good. Okay. So that's and our main
0: goal. And it builds the confidence Absolutely. for them and all that. Yep. So that's good. Mm-hmm. That would be an interesting thing. What about, what about you, do Do you think, you think, would you be for your wife, if you, when you get married, would you be for your wife to get cosmetic surgery?
4: Um, not really cosmetic surgery, but plastic surgery. Like, if it was like, you know, she needed to do a tummy tuck after having kids. Or something like that, but approving or improving something that's already normal—I'm—I'm not really a fan of that. But that's just me. Yeah. Well,
2: the, I don't know that you're quite um, drawing the same distinction. The cosmetic surgery is improving something that's already normal, but an abdominoplasty or tummy tuck, to some degree, that is normal—that mm-hmm. you have loose skin after pregnancy uh-huh. and after yeah. weight loss. I don't know whether you consider that to be an abnormal situation. I suppose the people that want to have tummy tucks do feel that's abnormal. But what they really want to do is to restore what they used to have, which is mm-hmm. a much better appearance. Oh, that's good. That's a good And point. so, basically, they want to go back to what they were. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. so, it's, it's trying to restore a youthful appearance. A lot that, of what we yeah, do is that, trying to do that. that's what work. I agree
4: with, <laughs> I think. And Is that classified as plastic surgery? Like, as, Is that classified,
2: basically, as cosmetic surgery? Uh, uh, yes, it is because insurance won't pay for it. So if insurance <laughs> won't pay for it, it's cosmetic surgery. Yeah, Co- and yeah. insurance says, I'm not going to pay for it because it's not medically necessary for your health. Mm-hmm. True. But a lot of people find it's really medically necessary for their mental health to just feel good about themselves, mm-hmm. enjoy life, and and go on the beach and, mm-hmm. um, you know, especially in the summer, and um, wear a bikini or wear appropriate clothing for the mm-hmm. beach and just have a much better time than if they were hiding all the time
0: yeah true i mean that's that's actually an interesting point that you made is that it's it's about um you would say you're you're mentioning that it's like a mental health issue i never even thought about the benefits of somebody mentally i mean i'm not a young lady i'm not i'm not a Mm. woman i'm a man so we (laughs) How different, for, yeah, said. thank you, well, <laughs> you, know, you never know, I mean, my wife, you know, she never knows, you know, you but done. I'm just saying that nowadays, I could have got surgery or something know, like that, know. you know, and so to me, like, I'm saying, I, I didn't really realize that that could be a benefit of how somebody the, feels that way.
2: There is a lot of mental um, side to this, people, um, I mean, you want to have surgery, you don't need to have surgery, that's a mental thing for a start you might want to have surgery too many times. I think we're going to talk about this. Yes, yeah. Where people are abnormally desirous of having something done. Uh, Those people just want to come back again and again, and we call that problem body dysmorphic syndrome, where people have too many procedures. Now, what is too many procedures? There's no line that tells you where it's too many procedures, but one of the most important distinctions is if the patient has realistic expectations, they need to be aware of what we can do. And when they've achieved what we can do, be happy with it, because we can't do better than what we can do. Yeah, you know? Yeah. There are some people that want more than we can do, and they could never be satisfied. So those people probably have a problem. Here. Okay.
0: And that, that's what leads us into our next conversation piece, is that you're saying, what, what, what are the signs of someone that can get it can well. First off, I should say this: Can someone get addicted to plastic surgery? Absolutely. Okay. Um, and what are the signs of that? Basically, that they
2: want to come back again and again and again, <laughs> and have things done. Yeah. And they're never happy with what's done, and they want more, <coughs> and they keep on coming back, and and they want to have. In the most extreme cases, they want to have looks that are not possible or that are not really normal. Um, you know, I think you might have heard of the Catwoman. Yes. You've heard of the cat woman?
0: Yes. The, is it a lady that looks like yeah. a yeah. lady that's had like a hundred surgeries. A hundred plastics? Uh, yes.
2: I I, I
4: don't is know. Is that the lady with the, the, with the tattoos that are she's
0: like She's been in the news. I, she's not my patient then. <laughs> she's, <laughs> oh, she's talking she's, about Mrs. Jones or something like that, you know? Yeah. She's,
2: yeah. she's been in the news and, and she's had her eyes
0: slanted so she looks like a cat. She's got... Whiskers implanted? No. (laughs) (laughs) She's not gonna be the next Dark Knight movie or anything
1: like that. She wanted her eyes to look like a cat, or it just happened. Yes,
2: she tried to do that. She just wanted to make
0: herself look like that. As well as physically appropriate for surgery, not
2: only in that you can do what they want them want to have done, but that they are healthy enough to have what they want to have done. So, there's a yes, absolutely. You should say no. The doctor should say no when he feels that the patient is inappropriately requesting something that is not going to benefit the patient or is dangerous for the patient or is, or they're not understanding the facts, they're not understanding the realistic expectations.
0: And so, you're saying patient safety is, is, is number one for a good surgeon patient safety is should be always... I mean obviously for a good doctor that's the number one I'm assuming.
2: Patient safety is paramount. It's the number one concern. Surgery is serious business. Surgery has risks. There are possible complications. <clears throat> safety is absolutely very, very important. There are uh, continuing medical education courses for doctors all the time who are board certified by the American mm-hmm. Board of Plastic Surgery, who are Um, members of the American Society for Aesthetic Plastic Surgery um, who are members of the American Society of Plastic Surgeons. Doctors should be a member of all of those things to be able to do these procedures well. Uh, Of course there are, it's perfectly legal for doctors who are not um, board certified by the American Board of Plastic Surgery to do these procedures, but you have to be very careful because how have they been trained. So I think it's extremely important that continuing medical education is kept up, that doctors attend continuing courses throughout their entire career to enlighten them as to the latest advances in medicine, uh, what the risks of surgery are. Yeah, uh, They know these already, but things are changing, technology is changing, we all know that technology yeah. changes all the time. We've got to keep up with the times, yeah. and we've got to be educated, we've got to keep safe. Yeah, always learning. New sometimes things. you'll hear that some celebrity died yeah. from, from plastic, plastic surgery. surgery. Many times that I've heard about it is that the doctor has done too many procedures all at one time hmm. and has maybe been operating for 10 or 12 hours on that one patient. Wow. wow. I mean wow. Who can stay alert? What doctor can stay alert for ten or twelve hours? What patient is safe for ten or twelve hours under anesthesia? <laughs> that's a long I mean, time. Oh my goodness! The, the most, the most, the, the greatest risk there is that they might develop a blood clot in the leg and develop a pulmonary embolus, and that could be fatal. And that's that's directly aligned to the length of time in surgery.
4: On those cases, is it because the celebrities want it all done overnight, and then the doctors just? Kind of give and agree to them or something.
2: I think the doctors give in because they are a celebrity and they write a very big check. And they have the I money. Yeah, I was just going to ask you <laughs> <that. laughs> because of the money. Yeah. Sleep for ten hours. And yeah, exactly. yeah,
1: you wake up. Yeah, you're like yeah. skinny. And I think they, I they, a,
0: they need to keep focused. Red carpet to say, a week. <laughs> <to> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah, you need to keep focused. The doctor needs to keep focused. I'm not going to be persuaded by the celebrity because they yeah. are famous and they or because they money. write such a big check yeah. to me. I've got i got to. That's Stay good. ethical and correct and say no.
0: Yeah, and that's a, that's a very important. But going back to what... Um,
4: what if they wrote you like a $4 million check? <laughs> <laughs> are,
2: you, are you saying there's a price?
4: Yeah, I'm, I'm, just trying to see, I'm just trying to see if you have a...
3: You Do you have, have a, a, a price? Yeah,
4: does everybody have a price? Does, does everybody, everybody have a price?
0: Integrity. Yeah. You
2: know, his
3: patients, though, he doesn't like um, our there's patients to b- sleep longer than... Your your max is about seven hours.
2: Six, uh, six hours usually. Six, to six hours is my upper limit. Yeah. of being safe.
3: Okay. I can easily microven. But stamina. the teaching the teaching yeah. is
2: basically six hours. After six hours, the increased risk of pulmonary em- vein thrombosis and pulmonary embolus increases a lot. I So bet. you don't really want people to be under for more than more six, than six hours. hours. And then other other things come into play too. How old is the patient? Elderly people have more risk. How heavy is the patient? Heavier people have more risk.
0: Hey, you should leave us alone. You know, we we, we, we contribute a lot to society. Okay, and us chubby people do a lot of things. Okay, fast
1: food. Uh, yeah, exactly. We keep McDonald's in business. Okay,
0: you guys can eat your salads. All right. <laughs> so, that, I know that coming comes into play, but I, I would go back to this. Another question, Doctor. I would say, is going back to have you been um, asked a lot of receiving any kind of negative criticism? or you, Marissa? Have you received any kind of negative Criticism for working in in a, in a plastic surgeon's office, or that you're contributing to the way like society, um, the unrealistic you know the unrealistic form of beauty. Have you ever been like told that before? Has anybody ever said that to you that you're kind of harboring that? No, I don't that? think
2: we do. I don't think people think that way at all. the uh, The acceptance of cosmetic surgery um, is huge. Um, like 60 or 70 percent of people approve of cosmetic surgery. There are, of course, some that don't think it's right but a very high number of people approve of cosmetic surgery. And, it, and that survey has been going up over the past 10, 20 years.
0: Why do you think that is? Why do you think it, that cosmetic surgery has been more uh, acceptable from society as opposed to it was in the past?
2: Well, I think people are becoming less, um, people are beginning to realize that plastic surgery generally is safe when done properly, um, that people gain the benefits of more self-confidence by having plastic surgery done that people will actually talk about it amongst their friends instead of keeping it quiet and that it's becoming
0: mainstream or has become mainstream actually. Yes, yeah, I agree with that. I mean that it has definitely come mainstream.
2: Well, In the last 10 years that,
3: too, the, the magazines, you know, everything, the pictures, the models, that's all. Anytime you see that, that's going to drive patients to, oh yeah, I want bigger boobs or I want to look like that. and yeah, Little do they know everything's photoshopped and airbrushed and you know, like exactly. Raya Carey, for instance, I just saw her recently, twins, and now her stomach's totally flat. Well, she had a tummy tuck, sorry, but that's the truth. She spent <laughs> heck of hours <laughs> in no the gym. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no she, she wasn't on That's, a, that's a, what it was. <laughs> she wasn't on the sub <laughs> or something. Yeah, I, exactly. see, you know, I see patients that it's no
4: secret.
2: In. Well, another yeah. reason is that plastic surgery is on television all the time. Yep. There's, yeah. so, many yeah. different, okay. true. there's so many different uh, series about plastic surgery, Nip-Tuck and all the rest of it. Nip-Tuck was thought of as being terrible by the plastic surgery community. Well, you know, maybe it is terrible. Maybe people think some plastic surgeons carry on like those. But that's, that's not true. Yeah, Plastic surgeons don't live like those people on Nip And I I think most of the general public realizes they don't live like that. This is yeah. just television.
4: Yeah, Well, they should know that it's just entertainment. It
0: yeah, well, I agree. But uh, don't you think, though, that, that you're going back to the, the, to the magazines, to celebrities. Um, Marissa, don't you think that can be kind of a negative thing in some ways so for some people that... You know, that kind of contributes to someone being addicted to plastic surgery because they have this unrealistic expectation of a beauty. Do you think that contributes to that?
3: Um, I definitely do, and especially with the young girls. You know, I think, well, and that kind of goes to the whole maturity level. I think if you're, you know, older and you have a family, you're more mature, but the younger girls, I think, look at those magazines and the models and the TV shows. That makes and sense. And they want... You know, they want to look like that. Um, the
4: young people are more sense, impressionable.
3: Exactly. They, um, and it's all, you know, maturity, common sense. Um, you know, moms, families, you know, they look at things different than young teenage girls. So in that aspect, I think absolutely it can be unhealthy. Um, and, you know, it's part of the whole mental mental state of mind. Well, life. you have
2: to also think about how young can they have it done. That's what so, I was going to so, ask. Yeah. yeah, that's the next yeah. question. some times. girls that might come in who are really too young to make that, des- that sort of decision arbitrarily uh, we don't really do surgery on people under the age of 18 but maturity comes at different ages for different people so 18 is really a vague number and sometimes it should be older it probably shouldn't really be younger
0: okay have you had patients that have come in what's the youngest patient that you have come in uh, that's, that's, can you, can you say? Well, they it?
2: come in um, sometimes at 17, uh, and occasionally I think they've actually come in at 16, but we haven't done those. Okay. 17, if they're bordering on 18, uh,
3: and they... With parents' consent the parents' only. consent. Yeah. yeah absolutely.
4: But oh, so that's the youngest that you've actually operated on, was 17-year-old? Is that where you're saying? Yes. With parent consent, or?
2: Yes, but 17 is too young. I wouldn't, I wouldn't normally operate on a 17-year-old. I would tell mm-hmm. them to come
0: back later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and so that, and that, that's what probably was what happened is that it contributes from what they see in the media, and that's then that can be kind of a They're um, very impressionable, yeah, yeah. And that's, I think, yeah. that also, too, you also made a mention earlier um, in passing, too, is that uh, the TV contributes to that because they do sh- you, you think that the media shows an unrealistic portrayal of plastic surgery, like the surgery times, the recovery yes. process? In
2: some programs where they have a complete makeover, they have so many different procedures, and it looks like it was all done on one day and they've hugely improved and they didn't even go through any recovery, that's not realistic. And and it's not safe to do all those procedures at one time. And safety, as we keep going back to, is paramount. And the television seems to gloss over safety factors. Yeah,
0: yeah. well for the sake of entertainment, and that can right. be it. Now going back to is that, you know, we talk about safety, we talk about what it is, and, and you know, now I mean, Dee and, and Inez and myself, we're kind of I'm kind of remain neutral on the subject of plastic surgery because you know, it's not something that our cosmetic surgeon. It's not something I've never um, suggested. I think the thing is, is that um, obviously you're a good surgeon. Obviously you're a reputable surgeon. But do people, do surgeons, do do they push the limits? I mean, I understand. Yes, are there shady doctors out there? There is shady doctors. But what what I would say is, how can someone tell the difference between a good surgeon and a bad surgeon? Someone okay, that's, that's a safe. Really,
2: that's a really good question. You need to research your surgeon you can research the surgeon on the internet you can research the surgeon by asking your family doctor you can research the surgeon by asking your friends friends are sometimes helpful family doctors probably more helpful and internet you can think you can find out the surgeon's qualifications and training but you also need to ask the surgeon directly or ask his staff where did he get his training from How did he spend 3 what well did he spend time getting trained in general surgery, usually general surgery first, board certified in general surgery, not 100%, not not absolutely necessary, but then you get accepted into a plastic surgery training program. Plastic surgery training program after your previous training program, like general surgery, may take two or three years. Then after that, you become certified by the American Board of Plastic Surgery. And then after that, you um, are a member of the American Society of Plastic Surgeons. And if you can get invited, you become a member of the American Society for Aesthetic Plastic Surgery. Okay. Do um, you
4: guys have a website?
2: The American Society of Plastic Surgeons is, is um, surgery.org. Well, I mean like for your... Oh, my plastic surgery. Yeah, I'm trying surgery. to help you out, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Insert <laughs> a plug, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, he's trying to give him out. A my little website just, is silvertonmd.com.
0: Yeah, and we'll definitely plug that in, uh, towards the end too, but we'll definitely But also that
2: it's important ratio. to go to other websites such as surgery.org. Okay and PlasticSurgery.org. Okay, those are very reputable. Those are the programs that, those are the websites that every reputable plastic surgeon belongs to.
0: That's okay, and that's well. Then that's a good point because I mean, um, you know, a, a, as we're talking about safety, we're talking about uh, mental health, and if someone's interested, and I, I, you know, I don't know. People here might be listening and, and disagree with with plastic surgery or cosmetic surgery as a whole. Um, in the case of um, you know, like, like we talked about earlier, we mentioned about moms or people to get, you know, after children, there's certain things that can happen. Um, what do you say to someone that comes in and they are, for example, I, I, I don't know if I asked you this earlier, but I would say this is what you, you can tell, you can have a telltale sign Marissa about someone that you can say, okay, this person, um, is addicted to plastic surgery. Can, can you see that off the bat or, have you, because you work at the office, can you kind of tell when someone walks in? Okay, this person has had too many surgeries, or this person's doing too much work. Can you can you kind of see that?
3: Yeah, I can tell. Um, and you know, for example, I had we um, had a patient somewhat recently. She um, had already had her breast done and a tummy tuck, and you know, she was 110 pounds. You know, five five, super super thin, and she wanted liposuction done to her sides. Well. He, you know Dr. Silverton met with her and decided that you just you know said you absolutely do not need anything yeah. done and um, now she had went to another consultation prior and that physician told her that um, she could get it done and so um, you know, <laughs> She really clearly, she <laughs> clearly didn't need anything done. Yeah. So, um, you know, in that case, then I would say, yes, this patient was is addicted. was and is addicted. Yeah. And was she going to go to the other doctor that was going to do it? Probably. Yeah. I would assume yeah. so. And, um, you know, it, and that's part of the whole, um, you know, the, the uh, appearance thing, too. We look at ourselves differently. You know, she looked at herself and thought she needed it, and we said, uh, you know, you didn't. So...
0: Did she leave mad? Did she storm out, doctor? Or did she just like...
3: No, she was, no, she was quite nice yeah. about it. Oh, okay. Nice. Yes. Have you had
0: patients that have left angry? Or
3: that yes, it... and
2: it's hard to tell some people that you don't need it done. Uh-huh. Or I can't do what you want me to do. Oh, okay. You know, sometimes they want to be an F or double, you know, a double D or an F and they've got tiny little breasts and... They want to do that. And
0: they, I can't do that. I'm sorry. It's not wow. possible. Have <laughs> Derek's like this. Other good, doctors might, but he won't. <laughs> <Yeah. see. laughs> Unrealistic wow. expectations. Yeah. yeah I know, a world record. I know. I, what is this? What are you going for a video or something? But, um, okay, well that and that makes sense. I, I could see that. And as you said, you had a question about Botox. What did, what did you want to ask specifically? Well,
1: um and some of what I wanted to ask, uh, we talked about a little bit about the process, and just um, that was great information as far as getting educated on what it is that you want. Um, and I know there are prob- there might be people like we I mentioned earlier. I am interested in Botox. I'm actually interested in several different things, but um, but um, so. What are some of the, I know for me, I think like, okay, what are some of the risks? And people tell me, don't get Botox, your your face can get paraly- paralyzed. You're paralyzing your face and okay. you hear okay, so, all these horror stories. So,
2: uh, Botox and, and, and fillers, uh, this, is the, this is minimally invasive body rejuvenation or minimally invasive procedures that improve your appearance. This is the fastest growing part of plastic surgery today. It doesn't require any recovery time and it's very simple. Botox itself is botulinum toxin. It's actually a poison. It's processed down to very fine little tiny units and it's injected into very small muscles. And what it does is it paralyzes that muscle for a period of time. It takes a few days for it to work and then it lasts only about three or four months. The muscle is under the skin. When that muscle contracts, it's pulling the skin into a wrinkle. If you don't um, have that muscle active, that wrinkle relaxes. And so the wrinkle looks less. And so basically, it's not filling the wrinkle at all. It's just paralyzing the muscle underneath that's pulling the wrinkle into place. And so the, the, the more you relax it, the more it'll stay smooth. And that's a good thing. Of course, there are not really many complications. The complications would be, that if Botox went to the wrong place, it could paralyze the wrong muscle. Or if you use too big a dose, it could paralyze other muscles that you don't really want. In the Botox literature, of course, they're talking about very high doses. We don't use very high doses. Botox can, um, is not the only botulinum toxin type A product out there. There is also Dysport. So there are two basic competing products doing the same thing. We use these mostly from the eyes upwards. So we use them for the frown lines, and we use them for the crow's feet area, we use them for the forehead. When we're talking about the lower face, below the eyes, we're mostly talking about fillers. The most common filler is a hyaluronic acid filler. This would be something like Juvederm, or Restylane, or Perlane. Those fillers are also temporary, but they last a lot longer than Botox, and you see a result immediately the the moment you walk out of the office. So you can fill the smile lines, you can fill the grooves going down from the corner of the mouth to the... Corner of the, the edge of the nose down to the corner of the mouth, you can improve the lips. You can improve the creases going down and out from the corners of the Stop mouth. Stop touching your face and ask. I know
1: I keep <laughs> touching
0: <on> my face <laughs> and everything. And you can re-
2: improve fine lines in the face by filling them. Oh. And you can do it directly, and it requires, I think, a fairly artistic talent to get the best looking results.
0: And, that, and that's another question that I wanted to ask. And I don't mean Rob. I just think that. And that's what I was going to ask both of you. Is this? A, would you? Would you say that plastic surgery is a form of art? Would definitely you, you would have to have an artistic He's view an oil
4: painter. Really? you are you are <laughs> yes. okay
0: all right yes i have a lot of my own paintings
2: in the office Aww. i like to paint in oils and um, i think it's that's a relaxing that's pastime for me
0: that's good okay so you would so you would say that too and you you agreed though Marissa you say that it is a form of artistry well how why why do you think that why do you think that plastic surgery is a form of artistry
3: It's just, well, in his case, um, his paintings, you know, when you paint like he does, the oil painting, he's very meticulous. Um, I have one in my office actually that's a violin with notes, and his notes that he painted looks like he drew them on with a pencil. I mean, they're just, they're perfect. So when you're talking about leaving a good scar, and uh, especially for tummy tucks because it's a long scar, you want a great, you know, looking scar, um, I think you have to have a steady hand and you have to be um, very precise. And when you're an artist, that kind of comes into play because you're already doing that on a daily basis. Okay. You know, with That's the a art. good point. Working on that so, also, what
4: is, what's
2: a nice shape to a face, breast, or tummy? Uh, what is a nice shape? And, and where is symmetry? You want symmetry. Most people like symmetry. In other words, you want the left to look like the right. You know, and, and sometimes people come to surgery
0: with. <laughs> with <laughs> you don't want it to be disproportionate, <laughs> you know? <laughs> You don't want to looking right here and one looking right there. You don't want that to happen. Yeah, I agree. I know. Well sometimes that. people show up there, in the
2: office with, with yeah. and it's very common actually, that they'll show up in the office with the left looking different to the right. And that's how they were born with. Now we want to try to correct that and improve on it. Mm-hmm. And we've got to be able to see it and judge it. And a lot of this is just plain judgment and there's no rules attached to it. Okay. So you've got to step back and say and I think this is necessary. So and that's what.
0: And that's another thing is that cosmetic surgery is, it's a perception issue as well. You know, it's 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 a because I, I view that it's art. I actually think that I think there's a lot of things that I think that are art that a lot of people would disagree. Like I always ask people, well, do you, is this art to you? And I, you know, I watch uh, Dr. Ray, Dr. Nine Hundred Two and i I've watched it on Netflix, and I've seen the way he's approached an operation, and I think, well, he's looking at it artistically, so you can make the case that this is a form mm-hmm. that this is a form I of think art. It's case by case. It yeah, it probably
4: depends on the doctor how they approach it, like you said.
0: Yeah, I just think that that would be a great, be a great thing to to kind of look towards. This,
4: so are you sold on, on Botox? What are
0: you, you thinking of, as you get in after Botox? Well, I'm the it and all. All. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See? We're getting you business right here, doctor. We're getting you business right now. Yeah, she's like, yes. Sign her up. That's right.
1: No, yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've already, I already know it's something I want to do. Eventually, I don't know at what point. Uh-huh. And I have a lot of friends that are interested in it, too. I, earlier, you mentioned that Nowadays, people are talking about it more, and I think that's so true. Because even like Vic and Derek would say in our circle of friends, like we've talked about plastic surgery and whether we do it or not, and Mm -hmm. you know, and yeah, and stuff. And so I think people are talking about it a lot more. And I know I have a lot of friends that are interested in Botox, but you hear all of these horror stories. And so I personally just wanted to know, like, what is you know the risk? Am I am I going to come out you know you'd basically can to, you not am i like going to not tanger- be able to move my face yeah, or going to yeah. look like i'm just permanently yeah. smiling yes
2: you can put too much in and you can get loss of facial expression i said. don't think that's right that's not artistic
0: <laughs> yeah
2: so yeah.
1: that goes back to the surgeon you
2: can get you can have the botox slide out of position slightly or just diffuse and then you can have a droopy eyelid <laughs> 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 oh, no, no, that no, goes no.
3: back to the doctor though, definitely. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I've seen that. We had a patient come in, she went to another doctor, she was out of town or something, went to another doctor and came in with a droopy eyelid. That's because the doctor that she went to injected, um, you know, more not into the centralized area of her forehead, but more over to either side and that product tends to, you know, move down a little bit and it moved to the eyelid, to that muscle and, you know, made her eye droop. So but it
1: definitely it, has to be. But the, the, sir, the Botox, the procedure itself lasts, you said, three to four months. So even if something goes awry, is that going yes, to eventually, well, it's
2: going to The problem gets better in three
1: to four months. Like yes. I'll only B- have a B- GPI B-
3: B- B- for
0: three months. <laughs> 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 that would be terrible. <laughs> yes, exactly. For three months, you can't drink anything. Okay, that's right. You can barely drink through a straw or swallow really slowly. And you
3: know, a good doctor, too, is going to leave. Some movement in the area because you don't want to not look. You don't want to have an you know no expression. You want to you know you don't want to look totally frozen. You want to still have a little bit of movement too. Yeah, so now, that's botox, important.
2: But the the fillers and the Botox is often done in many doctors' offices by uh, the non doctor.
0: Okay, oh, okay, a nurse, okay, a nurse oh, would, a nurse would, helper, okay,
2: um, who who does that on. But the, and the doctor may supervise, but the doctor doesn't actually do it.
0: Yeah, that's too little for him. He's like, all right, send the commoners in there to do the Botox. i gotta, <laughs> I got to worry about creating bodies. <laughs> do you request back to that the doctor
2: <laughs> Well, in my case, I don't have anybody else doing it. I do it all myself. Oh, oh, good. Okay, good. I mean, Patients <laughs>
3: really like that, too. When they come to me and they ask me that, they like that. Because maybe they went somewhere else in the... You know, the nurse did it, or, you know, somebody else did it. And so patients really like that he does it himself.
0: That's, well, that's very good. good. And that very well, And that would make sense. I mean, obviously, if you're going to have something... Poison injected in yeah. <laughs> you, might as well have a doctor do it. Yeah, you don't really... Remember what happened yesterday to you, just on a side note? Yesterday, we had it. We went to JAMA Juice, and remember the guy that made your JAMA Juice? He was the new guy? Yeah. And we were making the joke, like, who wants to be the first guy to have... Right. ...to be the first surgeon's mm-hmm. patient, you know, first surgery? No one first wants to be no, a surgeon's yeah, yeah.
4: first patient. Yeah, or the... Or and the, yesterday... I was victim of that. Yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> new talking. guy's patient for a smoothie. And that's your smoothie. Imagine that's if that's my, your face. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I exactly. was bummed about my smoothie being like syrup. Did yeah. like it taste good?
3: You know, that's no. why we have continuing meduca- medical education. <laughs> it
2: because okay. things improve and you have to have, uh, and surgeries change and techniques change. Yeah. yeah. And, and you have to keep up with it, but you have to mm. do new things. And changing to something brand new as a surgeon is quite a deterrent because you don't want to ever get anything wrong and, and yet new things happen. You know, new, new techniques of, of, of uh, surgery such as new techniques of tummy tuck or facelift or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's difficult to actually change what's worked in the plastic surgeon's practice for a long time and go to something brand new.
0: Yeah, and that's, that's a hard change for us. It's a very hard change yeah. to do.
2: Yeah. Because, again, you want to be safe. You don't want to take any risks with anybody. Yeah. And everybody want, Everybody should be properly informed. And if I'm doing something new, I will tell the patient, I've not done this before. You know, And that's if I want to change to a different kind of procedure, which is pretty rare, but once in about 10 years, we'll do something like that. Right. And I'll say, Keep I haven't up. done this before, and you are... Um, the are, you ha- pig. are you happy for me to go yeah. ahead and do this? And I tell them all <laughs> I about how much I've, you know, worked on, and no, no, no. The, and they <laughs> well, somehow if get a discount I would. The break- yeah. <laughs> so they get a discount. They got coupons or something. They, they, get, they get a discount and, and they do it. So that's yeah. how you get started. Okay. And that's how I got started doing my uh, technique of uh, tummy tuck that I've been doing now for three years. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a huge improvement in what i in what I've changed. And this was a method that was developed in Brazil. And I was very nervous about changing over to this technique at the very beginning. And now i found it just, it's just wonderful that yeah. the results
0: are hugely improved. And that's, and, it would, and so you're saying that this form of practice and the medical field is constantly changing. Mm-hmm. It, it, I mean, yeah, absolutely. So everything is changing
2: all the time. As you can see, we all have iPads and iPhones. We yeah, of used course. to have those. And so the technology is changing. we just got to keep up with it. Okay. That's, that's a good point, I would say. As
4: a plastic surgeon, this is kind of off off topic, but as a plastic surgeon, like when you're out in public, do you um, walk around? Are you like plagued with like, oh, that person needs that, or <laughs> that, that person needs that? Like, is your mind constantly? I in i think so much of
1: that this
3: whole yeah, time. Yeah, exactly, I'm yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like
2: me you too.
0: Think
4: you, I, I use some body wash today. Stuff, you're like, oh, oh
2: that lady I mean, needs a tummy tuck. To some,
3: to I can tell, me. tell who has boobs now. Usually, to, to some yeah. degree, yeah.
2: but
0: not usually. I mean, I, I'm not
2: that that's critical. I don't, I don't yeah. around with me all the time. Yeah,
0: exactly. He's trying to say that 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 he that he's actually like a real like a real genuine person. Because I think I think if I was a plastic surgeon, I'd probably be like that too. Like eating it. Well, it's eating just, like oh, that person needs a you know a, yeah. A <laughs> I right know there. you would. Oh, that person needs to get her yeah. tummy tuck over there.
2: That's what I'm saying. Like
4: sometimes just people in general get stuck in modes. You know what I mean? No, like, I think that's true. That's a true thing. But going back as a professional, you just are able. You have an eye for things. You can just spot stuff
2: like you you know what looks.
0: That lady needs a nose. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. He says that you need to know what looks nice. You know what looks nice. Yeah. But you don't want to,
2: for instance, a bad uh, lip job. You know, putting um, a filler into a lip. You Mm -hmm. don't want to go into a grocery store and suddenly say, "Oh my gosh, she must have had that put in the lip." Yeah. that's a bad job you want you don't want to even be be able to tell is it, what, really, you're very just natural. enhancing
1: yeah and you know earlier you asked me what I thought about plastic surgery and I think that it's coming to me now that I would say like if you're like that's an enhancement to what you already have you know our natural beauty what's already there but if you look like a totally different person I would say that's where it's to me personally I think that's wrong I, I wouldn't want there one or just totally celebrities on
2: television who've
0: had their lips overdone.
2: And it's yeah. quite obvious, and is, you, know, you don't yeah. even that. look
1: like yourself. Who? who
0: are they? Joan Rivers is probably one of them. Well, that Joan I I
2: everything Rivers and everybody.
0: <laughs> <one. laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. She
0: prides herself on that. That's her thing, you know. She says, "I mean, who do you, who She's would you say?" The, this, I'm not very good with names.
3: No, I'm not oh, Lisa sure. Rinna, no? that's Lisa exactly Brinna. the one. Oh, okay. oh, Lisa Rinna was the one I was going to
0: mention. Yes. Okay. Yes. Hopefully she listens to the podcast and she can come on.
3: So we need she the, we need to the place.
2: Right? <laughs> Defend herself. No, that's, that's actually a very good point. Hyaluronic acid, which is the filler we use for the lower part of the face, that has a reversal agent. You can completely reserve the, reverse that immediately if somebody doesn't like what they've got. You can
0: put oh, this no, reversal agent and go that back that yeah, it that's in. All right. When are you when are you go, when are you gonna, when are you gonna sign up for <laughs> set a consultation? <laughs> yes, yeah, that's set the consultation. Would you say though, going back to this I wanted to ask Inez this, because um, you're a young lady and you're a Christian. Thank you for saying young. Y- yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're gonna get Botox, so that's why. And so, anyways, I was saying that. Forever young. Yeah, forever young right here. What would, would you say? Would, would you say that that it's enhanced? Would you say that's the reason why some religious people, i.e. Christians, would have a problem with, with plastic surgery? It's because we always believe this is what God's given us, this is who we are. Do you think that would be the, the, the negative that you would see? Yeah,
1: I think a lot of Christian or religious people um, would say that that's you're altering God what God. You. Yeah. Thank you, Derek you're altering what god made you we know, have yes okay. god, cre- god created you you know a certain way and you're changing that and so i think that's why people would say that it's wrong um i know that i've heard different people so, say so that. so what would
2: you say to those people who have a child uh, born with a, a congenital deformity like a cleft lip and god did that so, right and that's
1: and I know people, fixed, I have a really right? good friend whose son was um, born with a cleft lip and they, you know, they didn't think twice about taking him in for surgery and that is the way God made him. You're absolutely right. So I think that you could argue that with somebody that would say that it's wrong. Um, there's all kinds of things that we do. We wear makeup. That's not that God didn't make us with makeup on. You know, we, so we get our nails done. Yeah. We enhance right. things all the time. Yeah. That's a good and so point. I think it's just another form of enhancing and yeah, you can get crazy with it. And if you're totally changing yourself to try to look like someone else, then Michael Jackson. that's oh. not you
2: know. <laughs> See, that's a, that's a point. When somebody brings in a picture of somebody else and says, "I want to look like that," or mm-hmm. that, that's just not realistic. You, you can't copy
0: somebody else. It's not, right.
2: not possible.
0: Yeah. And then that's what, and then, and that's the thing that we wanted to discuss too. Is that that's a great point that you mentioned. I talked to a lot of Christians, we, we started a Facebook forum on this because whenever we do a, a, a podcast, we throw that out there and we thought, I threw it out to most, the majority of the people that I talked to are, um, are ministers because I'm a minister um, and and they gave me some of their ideas. I think I think a lot of the, the common consensus for the, about the 20 people that responded was that when it comes to um, to like a cleft lip or for like if you got into a car accident and you need some sort of a face graph reconstruction, I don't think a lot of people that are religious, at least disagree I know, would disagree with that. I think it, the enhancement is what some would disagree with. And I think to me, however, you know, to be honest, you may call it vanity. Um, one young lady, I wanted to read her quote. She mentioned this today. She talked to me. I, I kind of threw it out today, and then she texted me this quote question. and her, her response to plastic surgery was this, and it came to be of religion. And her name's Joni, and this is what she said. She said that my take, as long as... Um, I'm okay with plastic surgery, and, and she's a religious person. Um, she's a Christian. She Botox, right? Yes, and she wants. She's gotten Botox done, so
1: maybe she don't want me
0: announcing uh, yeah, yeah, wow, uh, <laughs> yes, it on the podcast. Wow, good job, thanks <laughs> for putting her out on blast.
1: <laughs>
4: I didn't even know that.
0: Yeah, exactly. You that? It, no. oh. well, she's told everybody. She's very at, open about she's it. Really, she's a
1: mine, and if you So, Joni, if, if you're sorry,
0: listening, Joanie. you can punch Inez on Wednesday, okay, at church. But what she basically her response was: as long as a Christian's modest with her body and respects herself. Ed uh, and everyone around her. It's not a big deal. Having plastic surgery to enhance an area of the body is no different from a person who works out or has mm-hmm. an amazing physique. To me, it's all about honesty. So like you talked about, that's, the, the, that's what you would say is that it's an enhancement for some, but then, but then there's, there's also medical causes for that, I think. that I'm not against plastic surgery. Um, if that's what's going to make you feel better, I think there's worse things in the world that you can do. I just wanted to throw that, throw that question, definitely that question out there. Do you do any kind of reconstruction surgery, doctor? Have I was you? trained to, and I did it
2: for about thirty years, and now I don't do it. Okay. Oh. So okay. I did it for many, for a very long time, and, and as you get older, I'm a bit older actually. Oh, I couldn't tell. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. you, you begin to narrow down what you do. Yeah. And um, cosmetic surgery to me is fascinating, um, even within the realm of Cosmetic surgery. I've narrowed down what I do. Okay. I'm. I don't do the whole range of cosmetic surgery anymore. Um, I. I like to. I think if you if you narrow down what you do to just a few subjects, you're going to do them better and better and better. Of course. If yeah. you do a wide number of things, gonna, you got You know, you don't do them quite so well. But in the first instance, yes, going to the emergency room, taking care of dog bites, taking care of uh, motor vehicle accidents, taking care of Um, referrals from other surgeons where there are say exposed bone that needs to be covered after um, a motorcycle accident or something those are very necessary procedures and those still need to be done and they're very important they are saving people from you know from their lives of course and um, that's necessary as I got older I didn't feel like going to the emergency room in the middle of the night um, that was well, at yeah. first in my life. That was exciting. I love to go in the middle of the night. I love to have no set hours for work. I love to, you know, not know what I'm going to get to when I go to the emergency room. There's all the excitement of the unknown and and see what you can do to save somebody and take care of them. Um, you don't really want to do that later on in life. You want to have more of a set hours kind of job and um, also the satisfaction that. Everybody, almost everybody, I can't promise everybody, but almost everybody really likes the result. Yeah. They are really happy. It's a happy situation. I don't have to see people who are really, really sick. They're not sick. They're well, and they're coming to to be made better. It's a happy place. Everybody in the office is happy. The patients come in happy and smiling. <laughs> it's a little different simple. from a doctor dealing there. with cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a little different from a doctor dealing with cancer patients. Of course, of course. you feel yeah. for those doctors. That's true. I think it's a tough life to deal with cancer patients all or you your life. News all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We and don't have that. It's such a happy place. It's yeah. a nice job to go to.
0: I well, yeah, and I don't think anybody would doubt that. I mean, have you, um, Marissa? Have you enjoyed your time working? Obviously, you have your boss here, so you're probably <laughs> going to oh, say yes, yes. I
3: have to be very honest. Yeah. But, no, no, it's it's great, and it's um, you know the patient interaction, and to to hear and see um, you know the patient's results, and to hear about the results, and you know how. They're, they're happy now, and their husbands are happy, or their boyfriends are happy, and their friends, you know, and everyone. It's it's definitely, yeah, it's a great job. Definitely. Yeah, that'd
0: be, that'd be mm-hmm. something. And then Derek's laughing because he's just like thinking of all the jokes that he wants.
2: <laughs> they can't say he can't that. really say. He's not
3: going, yeah, he's
0: gonna, gonna going to, we're
4: going to keep it. Yeah, we're going to keep it PG. What well, well, wonderful, wonderful weather we're having. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. You know what? We're, we're going to be closing our time here, and we just want to say thank you, doctor. Um, thank you marissa for coming on on this and and, and kind of educating us and um, where we want to before we, we close what uh, give the information for your practice we want everyone to know what's going on at, at your place my practice is on March lane west of i5 in the
2: fountains office building and the website is silverton
0: okay silverton S-
2: S-I-L-V-E-R-T-O-N-D md.com and what's do you have a phone number there that they can call area code 209 and call anytime and we leave a message or during the daytime marissa or stephanie will be happy to talk to you
0: yeah so hopefully you'll get a lot of phone calls there, Marissa. Yeah, yeah, all the time. Oh, yeah, are we gonna phone.
4: get like
0: two percent of like all the, not me. <laughs> <laughs> all the clients? Yeah, exactly. All right. the My Christian clients? Yeah, yeah. That, we, yeah all, all of a sudden you just have a lineup. It's like church morning, and the, you start sending out. Yeah, that, that's definitely what we'll be doing that. But this has been a fantastic time. This has been a great time. This, uh, this has been a very interesting topic. I'm sure we're going to be getting a lot of feedback yes. on yes. about about this one. But mm-hmm. it's going to be a great time. All right, so we're going to close this out. This is Vic. And this is D. And this is what we say. We'll see you guys in in, in a